Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We are live on the Believe in Monsters podcast on another Tuesday evening, breaking down Chicago Bears football. Luke Berry, Chris Brogman, and Joe Gaither all hanging out with you on the Believe in Monsters podcast as a part of the Believe Network. Big thanks to the Believe Network for putting us on. You can go give us a follow at BIM underscore pod, or you can find our friend. Chris Krogman at ShyBears1985. Find Lucas Berry at LBerry underscore 40. And find myself at Joe Gaither6. Here to break down the dismal Thursday night episode. Uh, Thursday, yeah, Thursday night episode of As the Bears Turn. Uh, the Bears losing 12 to, si- 12 to 7 uh, to the Washington Commanders. Giving away another game. To the NFC least, uh, one of the bottom dwellers. So now, I don't know, the Bears uh, officially claiming the mantle of the worst team in the NFC. I uh, guess we'll fight with the Lions in, that, uh, for, in a couple of weeks. But uh, we're here to break it all down, uh, lick our wounds, and find out if there's what any path forward uh, for our Bears this year or what the best, uh, the best course of action is. For the team, uh, before we kind of break it all down, we'll check in with the guys. Lucas Berry, how are we doing tonight, sir? I'm doing well. Um, you know, tough game, obviously, on Thursday. That was, was pretty tough to watch. Uh, you know, I, I, I put the stamp of approval on the Bears' win. I feel like they should have won. I really feel like Washington didn't do anything to win that game. I mean, honestly, I thought the Bears dominated pretty much from start to finish, and Obviously, the Valus Jones gift wrap goal line play gave Washington the game, but uh, just a tough one to watch. I mean, the Bears are bad, but hey, uh, you know, maybe losing these in the long run, like I said previously, is a good thing. You know, get us that higher draft pick. I'd rather have that than beat some of these teams like Washington and New York and finish with seven or eight wins and not make the playoffs. That's probably the worst worst thing you can do so uh i guess in the long run of things it is all right but uh a lot to break down with the bears and uh what's next and yeah we'll go from there chris how are you doing uh overall well i went to a wedding over the weekend in minnesota drove from denver to minnesota uh saturday and then again on monday because I'm an idiot. Um, it, it wasn't that bad. You know, uh, it's 13 hours. Uh, I'll never get back, but uh, both ways, so 26 total hours. Uh, probably pushing 30, actually, when you when you break down all the stops and shit. But, um, yeah, 
you know, it was disappointing to lose that game, but I wouldn't go as far as to say I was, you know, like, like I hated watching it or anything, or it was hard to watch because uh, Bears dominated that game for the most part. They they moved the ball up and down the field on the Manders, uh, had multiple shots inside the tent. I wouldn't get it, say Velas Jones necessarily gave them the game considering all the other shit show plays that they uh, decided to miss on. But uh, the timing of that drop was obviously terrible. Uh, but yeah, like just not being able to put it in the end zone. And we can talk about all three of the inside the five fails as we get into it but like i'm not saying i was encouraged by any stretch uh, of that by the outcome but there was plenty of positives in that game um you know even including justin's play in a, in a lot of ways it's just putting it all together that needs to happen Joe is very unhappy. He thinks Justin was terrible as usual. Well, he wasn't that good. He wasn't that good by any by any means. I, I didn't I say he know. was good. He had positive plays though. Uh, that touchdown pass was fucking ridiculous. The one that Amazon missed. I don't know. I I don't know. I've seen it like they missed times. it. They missed it live. All all I saw. No, I was watching they, on the Prime Vision, and they called it on Prime on the Prime Vision camera. I was watching the regular broadcast. They were in a replay. I huh. come back, and all you see is Pettis like this in the end, and I'm like, oh, my God, of course. And then they, like, show – they didn't even show what happened. They just show Fields on his back and then doing push-ups. And then, like, holy shit, I got crushed throwing that. And then I realized it was just Braxton Jones getting thrown into his lap. Yeah, Fields had multiple Montez runs Sweat that destroyed were him. Insane. Yeah, he – Montez Sweat was – all up in Fields' business the whole game. So, the so help me out, Chris. Besides that that pass, which I agree, definitely, definitely, definitely positive. What other positives? Do the we last have? drive, dude. That that what fifty yard run to get us within the five to 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 close the game out. He also had and plenty of other. This last two passes were insane. To, to get him open, uh, the pass to the fucking ISM or whatever was on the money. He just dropped it the pass to mooney is fine it could have been pettis was insane is that what you're talking about the one where the, the guy had his arm over pettis's like face mask and he like oh tripped. yeah dude that, i can't believe that didn't get called and like it, it was still off that hands, dude. The, the fact that he when he threw that i thought he threw it away i was like all right he's just throwing oh it yeah back and he hit, he still hit him in the hands yeah i can't believe like and i tell lucas i tell you guys this every game because I, I absolutely cannot stand commentators because they build a narrative. And then, like, I couldn't believe how many people were picking the commanders to win the game first and foremost with the Bears at home and a one-point spread or whatever you want to call it, one and a half either way. So, and, and to have the Bears as well as they played in the Minnesota game, to have the commenters straight slurping the freaking commanders who were not good. You scored 12 fucking points against, like, they're terrible. You know what? This team that's supposed to be so bad, but the 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 commentators are just all over. You know how great Carson Carson Wentz was 
fucking terrible. He did not break 100 yards, and they're talking about how bad the Bears' offense was. Like, oh, yeah, Al Michael said some shit about, yeah, the Bears have 117 yards rushing and only 52 yards passing. At that time, the fucking Commanders had 88 total yards. Like, I like it pisses me off. If I could link up any other audio sound with my video that I'm watching, I would do it because like, it just drives me wrong. But anyway, uh, I can't believe they like had some shit to say about how they didn't call P.I. on that play. Like, that was blatant. He had his arm around him, pulling him down. Uh, whatever, though. Uh, poor guy got carted off the field, left the field hurt. So, I mean, I don't wish injury upon anybody, but fucking shit happens when you play the game like that. Uh, but honestly, in my opinion, Bears have almost double the total yards. Dude, they uh, are, almost if you took double the, the passing yards. This would have been the second the rushing yards. The second highest yardage output of all of last year. They had 5.7 yards per play to Washington's four. They had 33% more first downs. They were way more third down efficient. Washington was two of 11. Bears were five of 13. Like the Bears ran 70 fucking plays. The Manders ran 53. Bears allowed five sacks. Like we'll get into how, who that's on, you know, it's because it's, it's everybody. It's not just Justin holding on to the ball too long, which is a, a big narrative this week. ESPN putting out statistics that say, uh, the Bears the have the, Bears have highest. the <laughs> highest pass block win rate, check it, check but it. also the highest in history pressure rate. Those two things cannot be accurate at the same time. That is They're, not a, a thing. The guy's justification of that was that pressure is a QB stat as well. Pressure your butthole with your thumb, bro. Fuck that shit. I, I don't know what the hell that... That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I'm I'm fucking irritated. Like I'm and Lucas, everything you said to preface, you know, with like tanking or better draft pick, that's all fine. That's all well and good. Um but like, okay, Joe, there was a great throw to commit in the first drive. Uh there was um a good throw to Mooney on an out route that he scampered up the sidelines. Like he had some good plays. He had some bad plays too. You know, I don't give a fuck who you are. He missed Ryan Griffin by a goddamn mile. Don't tell me he's running too slow. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Saw some asshole on Twitter say, if you think this is Justin's fault, we don't need to talk football anymore. Cool, bro. Blocked and reported. You're a fucking idiot. Because you can't hit that dude on the chin. He's 6'5", 240. Like, he's wide open, bro. He's running in cement, dude. I don't care if he's running in galat, dude. Wet galoshes in cement, bro. I don't care. He's what? Then, then the defender was dead on the field because the guy was still wide open, even if he's running in in wet cement. Uh, yeah, Fields throwing it off of Payne's helmet. That play is wide open on the front side of fucking ESB. That was a miss. Um. There was a play right before the last Mooney drop where Mooney is lined up in the backfield. He's on a linebacker in in man coverage, and 
Fields throws it to him, but the defender gets his hands up and, and hits the ball. And that's 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 the game winner. I mean, Moody catches that. He darts inside and smokes that linebacker. Uh, this has happened two times this year where our, our tackles don't. I, we were always taught when I was growing up and I played O-line, when it's a quick play, you take the crown of your helmet and you put it in the defender's nutsack. And he's not going to jump. He's not going to put his hands up. He cares more about his balls than he does about batting the ball down. So Larry Borum, uh, whatever Jones's first name is, fucking dick your head in that dude's dick next time and let's complete some passes. Rant over. Yeah, I mean, I hear the good things that you're you're saying, but you still play like fucking dog shit in the in the in the red zone, which is the most important area. You you hit the miss, you hit the miss pass to Griffin, which I don't care about other people's narratives. Oh, he he ran too slow. I mean, goodness gracious, he was wide open. Goodness gracious, it's not a. Uh, I, I say it's not a difficult throw. I I I'm sure. I'm not an NFL quarterback, but pretty much any base-level NFL quarterback should be making that throw. It's from seven yards away. It's from seven yards away, and it's literally a drop in the bucket. Uh, you have to hit it. And then, yeah, you've got the wide open. You, you've got open Cole Komet on the front side of the pass that goes off the offensive lineman's head. But come on, Justin. We, we, we can't be throwing balls off the, off, off the lineman's head. Uh, you can't give up a game to the commanders. You just illustrated Krogman with, uh, with with your beautiful numbers how bad the commanders are. You have to find your way in the end zone more than just the once on a bomb shot. And yes, the bomb shot was pretty. Thank you, Dante Pettis, for catching it. And and way to way to stand in there, Justin Fields. The bomb shot was beautiful. But good God, man, we have to finish our drives. We this is a team you have to beat. This is a team that if you don't beat, you're feeling like uh, you got a, some major problems. And yeah, you know, you outgained them two to one, and you know, you held them down on third down. Well, the commanders suck. You should hold them down on third down. You should be outgaining them. You got to get your asses in the end zone. Get your butts in the end zone. You go over three going down the going down the red zone. Uh, in, in the first little bits of the game, and I thought to myself, "That's that's that's not good. That's gonna come back and get you." Like, I'm sorry, where, where I'm at, Krogman is I'm not watching this team live anymore. I'm just gonna watch watch a replay where I can watch it in a couple minutes. This, this team's a waste of my two and a half hours, my three my three hours. Uh, I, I'll I'll watch him on NFL Plus in forty minutes just to just to watch the game. They're a waste of time. I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't blame you for any of that. Um, you fan how you want to fan. You, you know, you utilize your time God gave you however you want. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it was frustrating for sure. The outcome was frustrating. <clears throat> I made a halftime bet, Lucas, like we talked about. Um, you know, because they're a second half team and they were down what three to fucking nothing. They should have easily stomped on that team's neck. <coughs> so my MGM account is now closed because uh, I got plus one fifty five and just emptied the clip. But whatever, um, it is what it is. Lucas, what uh, what are your what are your takeaways overall? 
I mean, we can sit here and harp on the negative all night and whatever. You know, we can we can do that. I, you know, I always look for the positives or at least try to in, in most games. And uh, yeah, you know, I'm not disagreeing that, you know, Fields does have to hit those balls. But uh, I would say, you know, if we think about all the times he escapes a sack and turns it into positive yards or a first down, the whole team around him is doing absolutely nothing. Those those kind of plays kind of fly under the radar that we don't really talk about. But if Nick Foles is back there, he's probably getting sacked ten plus times a game because he can't fucking move out of the pocket. Um, I don't know. I just think there's there's too much good to not have faith in the kid at least for another year after this. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure I've ever seen as polarizing uh, as a quarterback as Fields where he's so good at hitting the bomb plays and the big plays, but can't hit the short stuff. I, I can't remember that. It's almost unprecedented in the NFL, but the NFL is all about explosive plays. And, you know, if, if that's who fields is, and he's a, you know, a 55% passer, but he hits two of those a game with a set of receivers, he'll be in the NFL for a long time doing that shit. So 100%, I don't know. 100%. I, I think I mean, if they I put some believe in Justin, it's just all the broken pieces around him that make it so hard to give right. it a chance. But well, and, he's, also, he, and he's not without fault either. You know? Sure. But yeah. you're right. It's all it's all the broken pieces I around mean, him. Well, whipped Braxton Jones all game long. Like that 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 singular matchup. That, that singular matchup uh, hamstrung the offense the entire game. The whole left side of the line is terrible. I mean, Lucas Patrick is abysmal. He, he's absolutely awful. I didn't think he would be this bad. I think they need to, you know, the plays that hit, they max protect or run, to, like only run two routes or they're, or Justin is moving. So more of those, you know, Obviously, less of the five protect unless you're doing play action on first down. You know, mixing that stuff. If you want to do five protect and send more people out into a route, then you gotta be, you gotta pick your spots and you gotta be more um, surprising with it. Is the best word I can come up with right now in my uh current state of frustration but you got to keep the defense guessing as to when you're gonna like run justin um on some on some you know only having five people to protect and that and that's that's play action you know where it's or it's a screen or it's uh you know getting the defense to suck up or, or not know what he's gonna do then obviously the more Justin runs or designed runs, the more the defense is going to respect that. So I still think that it's like, obviously the offensive line is not talented by any stretch of the imagination, but there are ways to continue to progress this offense by using, and I know Gus was like kind of against it because they can't really dial up any concepts when they're bringing seven dudes into block you know that only gives you what fucking my math is terrible three dudes to run routes or or whatever but fucking whatever man who cares like protect him give him time and let him hit big shots like like lucas said but 
letting these guys five protect is just not working unless it's on some like those fake pitches and Justin rolls the other way. That shit's working or fucking boot with a with a single protector. That shit worked pretty well. Got some got some Justin some time. Had some wide open shots. So there are there are ways to continually continue to progress this offense. And you saw it in the numbers. The fucking biggest problem was not being able to score. They put two of those touchdowns in the end zone or two of those chances in the end zone. This is a completely different score or completely different conversation, obviously. But yeah, the game flow goes completely different. Everything has changed. Everything. Right. right. I, 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 I think. You go into halftime. We're, we're seven. Three. Right. We're, we're, we're what? Six weeks in. So this is where I expected. This is where, like, going forward is where I'm going to basically judge the offense on. The first five weeks was more or less your, you know, break it down into Matt Nagy terms, and we'll call this semesters. Like, this is 101, and now, you know, week 6 to 12 is 202, and then 12 to the end of the season, we better be fucking clicking on on all cylinders as far as, like, um, execution goes. But that's... That's my very frustrated take right now. So, did you guys listen to like the post game or anything with those guys? No, I couldn't get I mean, them for a minute in my life. I heard, I, some, I, just, I heard some talk, but go ahead, Lucas, break it down. I just don't understand, you know, a lot of these national media guys who are, are blaming the play calling or, or whatever. And they're like, oh, they're not playing to Justin's strengths. I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand are they not seeing you can't run, you know, four verticals with, with these receivers in this line. Like, I don't know if, if I'm missing something. I don't think the play calling has been all that bad for, for what no. they have. I mean, there's literally only so much you can do. It's but, definitely not. It's definitely it, – it, I, I agree, Luke. It's not on the play calling. Go ahead. I agree. It, I it's agree. just I, – I, that's just – I mean, that's my main point. I just don't understand, like – I'm seeing a ton of people just be like, oh, they're it, like, they're blaming it on the coaching. It's like, and even some Bears fans are like comparing this to, to the Giants situation who also aren't doing anything on offense. I'm just like, what? Well, and, what? and like, I guess Whitworth, yeah, Whitworth said some shit about, you know, they're trying to fit Justin into their system. And if he doesn't fit, they'll move on. And I don't see that at all. And, and, and besides Justin fits and, you know, that, Justin could do the same shit that Aaron Rodgers can do, so I don't, I don't agree with that take at all. Um, I mean, my, you can only run rollout and play action so many times. Like, right, you can't do they're, that. All they're the calling time. it. They're, they're calling it a lot already. Like, you can't. What are you going to do? Call it every single play? Like, that's what well, he's good at. But you can't do it every play. And like Gus said, the defense is giving up that guy in the box to basically shut that rollout down to just blitz off the edge and shut that rollout down. There is no, like normally you would see that defender follow that tackles hip crash down on him. Well, instead of doing that, he's just automatically coming up field and there's, there's nothing, there's no chance for Justin to, to make any plays on that. So there is, there is no play to Justin's strengths and roll him out more. Like the only thing I could see is like that fucking fourth and one up the gut to, to uh, Herbert play action that and just run Justin on a rollout and score like let him I do that I, I do agree they need to run Justin more like design QB run but I mean you know my counter argument to that myself to play devil's advocate is just 
the guy's getting crushed a ton already. Do you really want him taking unnecessary hits on your QB design runs? Is he not the best slider of all these athletic quarterbacks ever, though? Like the baseball slide pop up. Think about Mike Vick's gross slide and like what he used to do and to, to get himself killed. He almost like twisted his ankle every time he tried to slide. Or like Lamar doesn't know what he's. He looks like he's falling down like Gumby. It's just Justin's very coordinated and knows he's, how to he's smooth him. with it. But he doesn't yeah. keep his head down. He does the baseball slide like he's going into second. Well, he gets, he gets the penalty. It's too bad it's going to fucking cost him a concussion one of these times. But he gets, he gets the late hit penalty every time because he's got his head up. We have the best quarterback slider in the league. Yes, hang the banner. Man, it was way more fun when Joe was calling us the haters instead of the other way around. Jesus. Jeez us. I mean, I still love Justin. I think he still is the guy, really. Uh, but what are you doing? Like, I got no faith in any of these receivers. Mooney, Mooney is not excluded. I got no faith in the the line. He, he's just got to survive this year. That's really what it is. Can oh. he survive this year without being broken physically and mentally? And if he does, I think he'll be the Bears QB. And maybe. Maybe Ryan Poles is a, is a sadistic asshole, and that's what he, you know, dreamt all along that a field survives this. He'll be the QB or some crazy fucking he's, shit. He's, he's getting callous. Yeah, could you imagine? Uh, I mean, making it tougher. I, I don't know, but putting through the gauntlet. Uh, yeah, I mean, this year he just has to survive. Honestly, what a goal! I think he clearly is the Bears' best player on offense. Oh yes, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely, undeniable. Undeniable. Uh, well, let's talk about some other positives. I mean, Kyler Gordon is finally coming around. Yeah, yeah, he he's did. looking pretty good. Looking a little better, a little bit better. Past few weeks, he's been pretty solid. I think he gave up like three receptions this week for seven yards or something. Vildor Vault shutting people down. Man, Vildor's been great. For his standards. And then uh, yeah. Jalen. Jalen Johnson. Jalen being back was big. Like, I don't know if Carson was, like, hurt. You know? He's like, out. He's out for, like, a month now because he broke his finger. On that on that one where he high-fived uh, Justin yeah, they Jones said, or whatever. They said he's well, out for, like, five weeks or something. Going into that game, he had that bicep injury, so I was wondering if that was like keeping him down. But man, he nailed that throw to Curtis Samuel over the middle that he dropped. The one that he dropped, yeah, yeah. And then he nailed that one to that tight end, like deep in their own territory, that got them the first down on third, like third and long. So I don't think he was all that hurt, but he he was not hitting shit otherwise. Like that's Carson they, Wentz, man. That's what he's that's, turned into. Yeah, but is it Wentz or is it the the defense playing better? You know, playing well. You know that the secondary's dude. That fucking hit that uh, Eddie Jackson laid on Terry McLaurin that popped the ball out that somehow lands back in McLaurin's lap was ridiculous. Spun him around like balls flying out, like it just oblong shaped things fall funny directions, man, and it fell right back into Terry's lap. You know, other than that, you know, that's probably a, another that was, that was a game changer. That was like right out of the half, too. Yeah. yeah. They probably they probably would have scooped and scored that to be honest. Right. That didn't happen. Right. Uh, man, I just 
Kenny Jackson is the one dude I would be very sad to see if they actually like if they traded him at the trade deadline or something. I man, I can I couldn't see that happening. Trade deadline's like two weeks away. Um, I couldn't either, but that is I don't know. I love that dude. He's a, he's been one of my favorite bears for a while. Yeah, it was, I think that's why we harped on him so la- so hard last year is because he was he is all one of all of our favorite players when he's on and to see him struggle so much <clears throat> was uh was shitty you know and he like he's fucking tackling hard like he's playing he's playing his ass off so i definitely have no no issues with eddie like maybe he just <clears throat> couldn't stand uh maggie and uh Desai or whatever i don't know what the hell happened to robert queen man Robert Quinn's been absolutely terrible. Mailed it in. They should have traded him last year. They should have. I don't. I. I don't know why they kept him around. Yeah, I don't either. Should have. Uh, should have definitely capitalized on a career year. This. Uh, now that is one guy that I think will actually be traded. But what you're going to get for him is probably a late day three pick at this rate. Um, Muhammad needs to be traded. That guy's fucking awful. Probably not a great game, but I know. It's not good. He's just suck. Uh, He's just suck. Well, we all know America loves it, so uh, your wish is granted. We got the Bears on Monday night playing Foxborough. I'm going to the game because I love misery. And, uh, yeah, the Patriots are rolling now. Zappy. Happy Zappy. I hope they play Mac Jones. I think that gives the Bears a, a, a shot to win. Yeah, I think uh, somebody there I saw earlier is some pundits talking about um, is there a quarterback controversy in New England? They were like, no, no, no. I was like, why the hell not, man? They have fucking put up some points the last two weeks. Yeah, I mean, everyone, everyone up here on the radio station is comparing it to the Brady situation unfairly, but it is kind of eerily similar. Bledsoe gets hurt. This kid just comes in and starts lighting it up. Never sees his job again. I don't know, man. I think if, if Mac is pressing and he's worried about his job, he might he might try and press it and play this week and be terrible. So Make some passes to J. Long Johnson. A Mac Jones-Justin Fields rematch. How about that? <laughs> oh, the team surrounding them is a lot different. A lot different. I mean, I would be happy with Jacoby Myers, but man, there's not really a whole lot to write home about for the Patriots either. No, not as far at all. As weapons are concerned. Their line is really good, though, and their running backs are really good. Well, Stevenson's really good. That is going to be. You hear that? You hear that, Joe? He just dogged your boy, Damian Harris. Damian Harris thinks. Ramondre is a beast, man. The big dude. He's fine. He's fine. He fumbles a lot. That's what we need at turnovers. So, Bears going into Foxborough. Fairly big underdogs. I mean, do you guys think they have any shot going into this game at all? No. I mean, I personally don't think the Patriots are that good. I think they're a very well-coached team. But other than that, I don't think they're very talented. They're honestly playing better since Zappy took over. Before that, I thought they were done. Right. And that, 
I feel like that happens sometimes though with backup QBs until you get some film on them and put some pressure on them. Uh, I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting to see what the Patriots' plan of attack is. Like I said, I think Mac Jones pressing and, and trying to play and this might give the Bears an advantage. Um, yeah, I don't know. What's the Patriots are decent, he, I don't think. Huh? Is he listed yet at all, or is he does he have any... Right now, he's listed as questionable on today's date. From what I heard last week, what there was the talk up here in New England was that Mac Jones was still a few weeks away. But now they're saying he's probably he might try and press and play this game, but no one knows if Belichick will actually let him or just keep rolling with Zappy. Right. I mean, par- personally, if I was the Pat staff, I would keep him in there until they fucking lose because, like you said, they've been killing teams. Yeah, give Mac extra time. That's what I would be doing, too. I mean, I would give him extra time, but if he keeps putting up 300-yard performances, you can't go back to Mac. Trade Mac to uh, Atlanta or The Bears? No. No. (laughs) That would make me stop watching NFL football. (laughs) Like, altogether. Mac attack. Man, I don't know what the Patriots defense is going to do. The Bears offense, though. I don't think their pass rush is all that great, but Belichick has a... The Bears offense can't do crap. Belichick has a way of confusing young quarterbacks. Badly. Maybe, Maybe we can run the ball doubtful, but that'd be cool. Just lining up in double tight, double tight, eye formation, run the freaking ball, or just take three, you know, three ISOs and, and then punt. Gain, gain, gain four yards and punt. Gain four yards then punt. Do the Bears have a running back controversy? I don't know. I've, I've got a buddy who keeps saying, oh, Khalil Herbert's the best back on the team, but I don't think he is. I just think that he gets better looked when he's in the game. I, I still think that... Well, did uh, you see Eberflus's latest comments? No. He said today that they're going to ride the hot hand at running back, and he kind of noted that Khalil Herbert is averaging almost two yards more per carry than Montgomery a.k.a. hint, hint, and then they only made the starters available today to speak to the media, and it was Khalil Herbert talking to the media, not David Montgomery. Great. That's going to be great for my fantasy football team. <laughs> I mean, they don't, so, really, they don't really use Montgomery correctly, in my opinion. They need to use him more as a pat. I don't understand why he only had one reception last game. He had that little screenplay, and it was like for what, fifteen yards or something? Yeah, and it looked good. And Herbert gets more of the zone carries than than Montgomery does, and maybe he's better at it, you know. But I don't know. I hate them. I just, I just, I just hate them all. Hey man, I'm fine with Khalil Herbert getting more touches. I mean, that's fine with me, but. His pass blocking sucks. Yeah. Just tank for some big offensive lineman, big smelly lineman, and, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. 
You can't get them both, right? Why not? Because we don't have two top five picks or top ten picks or whatever. We're gonna trade to the. We're gonna we're gonna get the number one pick and start trading back and trading back and trading back. You still need two first rounders to do that. Get off the Patriots defensive ranks. The Patriots are allowing a uh, hundred and they're, they're allowing 119 rushing yards per game and 233 passing yards per game combined total for 352 yards, which is one yard less than what the Bears are allowing per game. So they're giving up a lot of yards. Decent amount of yards. They, sh they did shut down the Browns running game last week big time. They held the Detroit Lions, who were at that time the number one offense in the league, to zero points. <laughs> Hello. But I mean, other than that, the only the good offenses that they played are, you know, they lost them. They lost to Miami. They gave up twenty points. They they beat Pittsburgh, but that wasn't a good offense. They they lost to Baltimore. Gave up thirty seven points. They lost to Green Bay, gave up 27 points. So, like, the better offenses, they're giving up points. Well, obviously, we're not that. I don't know. Like I'm telling you, I don't think they're all that that great. I don't know if we'll win, but I don't think we should be blown away by them. We're not going to win. Good. We need a better draft pick. Right now, the Bears are sitting at like 12. 12 somehow. There's yeah. like a million no, teams 11. tied. And 11. It's the strength of schedule. Yeah. Um, I just. Where's the Dolphins' other pick? There's a couple teams with two first rounders. Trying to figure out if the Dolphins are one of them. The Eagles are. I guess, I guess not. Yeah, Eagles have a top ten pick right now. The way uh, <clears throat> the Saints are playing. The Saints are playing. Yeah, it was the seventh pick. We got a scary. <sighs> we got a scary looking schedule coming up, though, guys. New England, Dallas, Miami. That looks like three more L's in a row to put us on a nice six-game losing streak. We're going to win one of those. So you're saying we're moving up in the draft order, Joe? Is what you're getting at? I guess so. If that's what you guys are wanting, I guess you're going to get your wish. Why would you not want that at this point? Because I don't like to lose. You also said you aren't going to watch any more games. I'm going to watch, but probably not live. Well... Probably going to go find something better to do on my Sundays. Like watch the grass grow. Or just watch the paint dry. That's fine. You can, do that. you can do that on Sunday as long as you tune into the Bears on Monday night. Yeah. Look for me on TV. Uh, well, now that I know you're going, I will be watching it live. And that's all I'm going to be looking for. I'm going to be wearing my New England Patriots and the Keel Harry jersey. Oh, nice, nice. Will we see Nikhil Harry in this game? Absolutely. 
to the revenge game. Okay, Nikhil Harry revenge. I, I mean, think uh, the best wide receiver on the field for the Bears. I think you could probably get one of those Lucas for like ten bucks, dude. <laughs> if you wanted to go to the Patriots store like pregame and buy one. Do you think they still have them there? Dude, depending on how big the store is. So on that trip on the trip to Minnesota last week, we stayed at um we stayed right next to the Vikings training facility. Holy shit. It's nice, like, isn't it? It's fucking nice, dude. It's like yeah, it's really nice. It looks brand spanking new too. I don't know how old it is, but like their team store was like right out in front, and then they have like a medical facility. Then they have like a full blown stadium that looks like a small division three college stadium you know, for training camp or whatever. But man, nice place. And then the the hotel we stayed at was the the Omni Viking Lakes. Hotels, super super nice hotels. So uh, it was a it was a good time. But that Vikings training center was was bananas. I was hmm. blown away is, by it. Is that close to their actual stadium? I don't know where Saran Wrap Stadium is. I don't, I don't. I haven't. I haven't been by. We didn't drive by it, so I don't know. It's in Egan, Minnesota, which is like really Minneapolis. I mean, it's literally on the outs- outskirts of Egan. Egan. Minnesota, but I didn't. Yeah, I didn't drive. I didn't drive by there. The real Viking stadium. Omni was it all purple and yellow? Mm-hmm. Purple Saint lights, Omni not, Hotel. not yellow. It's Saint Omni. Omni Hotel. No, it's not Saint Omni. It's Omni Viking Lakes. Give the address. We got that shit. Mapping I did. Do you guys got much else for tonight? Um, uh, Bears lose big. Yeah. Big? No. Yes, big. Dude, have you ever seen what the Patriots do to us? I really don't care who's that quarterback. They murder the Bears. It's going to be Lucas, you, like, like, you check in with me about your fucking lock of the century last week and then tell me about how the Bears are not going to lose big this week. It's going to be... It's going to be... 28 to 9. It's going to be 31 to 9. Oh, long. Three. I, I don't see. Cairo Santos field goals. Chris, honestly, if, if you were a betting man and you were just. Obviously, you would be mad if you lost the lock of the century. But watching that game, you can't look me in the eye and tell me that I was that far off base about the Bears being better than that team basically all game. They were not better. That's the point. That's not the point. They lost the game. They, they did lose the better. game. But they kicked the shit out of them. And yeah, that's where I was coming bad. from. That's it what is. makes me so angry. They were better than the Washington racial slurs. What was, your, what was your score prediction, Lucas? Like 26 to, like, no, that was mine. I think I said 26. I said 24-13. Yeah, you had I, I said, over at 24-17 or something like that? 27-17. 27-17. Yeah, they definitely I mean, did not score 27 fucking points. It, it, they should have had 21 in the first fucking half, man. What what should should have have this offense ugly, ugly, ugly. That you can trust them. Uh, I still I still blame that on Bayless Jones. I don't care what you guys say. If we yeah, we muffed it on the sidelines, whatever. If you can't field a fucking punt 
get get out of here. It's like yeah, but then they get the so what? They get the ball at the five yard line. Like the Bears get the ball at the five yard line. Then they're still they they were up what seven to six at that point. Washington was not moving that ball on. No way. I'm just saying, like, there's no. That game was on. There was plenty of other. You want to blame it on one play type things. There was plenty of other one play blames to go around. Plenty. Yeah, but if that's. The timing and position of that was terrible, but. Like you said, they should have had 20. Even if they, if so, if they get those 21 first half points, see, that game is completely out of reach and, and Jones can drop the ball all he fucking wants. I hear you. It's just that's it's amplified. And that's his one job. He gets in the field for three snaps a game and then he drops up. It's just, I don't know. Ugly man. Why do we the draft game? this guy with our, 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 you know, why do we draft this guy if he's only playing punt returns? Yeah, he didn't even though. he didn't even return punts well in college. He, returned he didn't kicks return well. punts at all in college. He returned yeah. kicks really well. He didn't return punts at all in college. That's that's my point. Brian well, he didn't, like you saying he didn't do it well. He didn't do it like literally at all. He didn't field punts. Uh, that's, so you can't be good or bad at something you don't do. Ryan Poles, are you stupid? See if you can get him on the pod. Ask him if he's stupid. That's the only question I want to ask him. Are you stupid? Why do you why did you draft this guy? Seriously, between you and me, that's a twenty five years old man, dude. Raul's tweet about hold my cane that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I almost died. Hold my cane. Hold my cane. Uh, so down. Bears are an eight point dog. I think it opened at six and a half or seven. Patriots uh, cover. Seven and a half on Fandle. Over under. Okay. Over under is forty, unless Lucas has a different line. Thirty nine. Obviously, every book's gonna have something different. So if you want to gamble on this fucking team, you're an idiot. But uh, <laughs> do your research. I'm just looking at DraftKings uh, right now. So, uh, yeah, I. Uh, if it's gonna go over, it's gonna be all Patriots going over. But what they score twenty nine on Detroit, worst defense in football. So I still, I still think it goes under. They could win twenty nine to ten, <coughs> and it still goes fucking under. What about some positive regression for the Bears? Some of these TDs go their way. I just don't think they'll be blown out, dude. Like that Vikings game, that second half, or that second late second quarter, second half was way better. I mean, when was the last time you saw the Bears end a end of half of the touchdown and started half of the touchdown? Like that's never. a that's a never. So, but how much of that was the Vikings just letting their foot off the gas? Who gives a fuck, man? It's the second quarter, dude. You can't just do that. The Vikings have lost way too many of those types of games to let their foot off of anything, dude. The Vikings are a five and one football team. I don't want to hear it. The Giants are a five and one football team. We lost to two five and one football teams. The Packers have lost to the Jets and the Giants, dude. How about that? I don't think the Jets is what happens when you get some. Some high draft picks and you hit on them, Joe. 
Sauce Gardner. the Giants to us. I can't explain to you the Giants. Their fucking defense is really good. Martindale. And they have Saquon. That's what I don't get all these these day ball homers is like their offense sucks. It's Saquon and Wink Martindale's defense. And then he draws up a few naggy plays every now and then. Um, I wanted to look at like where they rank and shit. Where's no, that's twenty twenty. I want twenty twenty two fuckers. Uh, okay. For some stats. Now I got no stats, bros. So they are. Uh, they have. And this doesn't tell me rankings. I wish it did. That sucks. Oh wait, here we. Nope. Mm, fucking shit. Yes, so... Nineteen hundred total it plays four hundred twenty seven nineteen hundred total yards. What's their points per game? They're averaging five yards a carry. Oof. And their their O line's not as bad as I thought it was either. Pretty good at run blocking. Oh, here we go. League rank offense, 25th in yards, 18th in points for, 5th in turnovers. That's a big one. 15th in first downs, 29th in pass attempts, literally doing nothing. Just 30, 31st in pass yards. But defense to this, they are fifth in rushing attempts, fourth in rushing yards, fourth in rushing TVs, and fit or eighth in yards per attempt. I mean, even then, you can say the Giants have hit on some of their top picks lately, too. I mean, Dexter Lawrence all of a sudden looks like he's what they drafted him to be. Um, I mean, Julian Love looks good. Their linemen look pretty good. So, yeah, good drafting will get you places. We need that pick, Joseph. We need that pick. Dude, we haven't had picks for fucking years. Yeah, we haven't built some picks up. That's my point, man. I would trade back, man. Trade them all back. Joe, would you take Will Anderson top five, or would you, like, just take whatever best offensive player goes? Or, like, what do you think? Like, say we had the third pick. And the first two were like quarterback Keys. and whatever. Quarterback, yeah, quarterback. Yeah, I'd take Will Anderson. I would too. He's that good. Yeah, you take generational talent when it's there. Yeah, I would take Will Anderson for sure. Not to go too Especially far. Especially like, the, I was going to say not to go too far into the deep end, but with this deep of a, an offensive line free agent class and this many there's there's a lot of top tier free agents you know if the bears buy their offensive line per se gives yourself a lot more flexibility in the draft to take a guy like will anderson or whatever instead of saying oh my god we suck like our line sucks we need to take a lineman here 
um you know if you if this is the year the bears spend big in free agency it'll give them way more flexibility in the draft to just take the best player available and not have to worry about it Uh, we need so much help that really in, any in, any player at the top end of the draft will be, will be helpful. Whether it's Will Anderson on the edge, whether it's an offensive lineman, whether it's a receiver, whether it's a linebacker, golly. What do we know about, the, do we know about this Eric McCoy fellow from the Saints? The center. Not much. I mean, you could pretty much you could build an entire offensive line if, like, everybody made it to free agency. You get Quentin Nelson, Orlando Brown. Wait, uh, Quentin Nelson's a free agent? Yeah, that's what it says. No, he just signed a big deal. Did he sign? Hmm. That's what I thought too. I don't know what what if this list is old. Uh, Eric McCoy, center. Jack Conklin, tackle. Elton Jenkins, tackle. And there's there's your entire offensive line. Mitch Morse center. Well, not if you sign that other that other guy, the center from the Saints. That's oh, yeah, my uh, so yeah, and then yeah, Deron Payne. You need to get a defensive tackle. Bradley Chubb. Juju Smith Schuster is like the best. Uh, dude, they Deron, should sign. That Deron Payne would be awesome in Eberflus defense. I love that guy. Joe would love him too. Bring the pain. Bama boy. Yep. We, uh, it'll be tough to beat the Patriots in Foxborough, I feel like. So, what do you think then, Lucas? What's your score prediction? 24 20, New England. Joseph? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go 31 to 9. I am going to go 27-16. How many rush yards does Ramondre Stevenson have? 132. Two touchdowns? 400. That'd be awesome if these teams could combine for 400 rushing yards. Man, it'd be awesome if the Padres could hit at all. Jeez. Yes, sir. All right. That's all I got for tonight. That's all I got, folks. Oh, we got Watch your road. Another shitty week of Bears football is going to be upon us pretty soon. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Make every play clear the way to the top draft pick. Bear down, Chicago Bears. Put up a fight with the might so fearlessly. We'll never forget the way you thrilled the nation with your T formation. Bear down, Chicago Bears. And let them know while you're wearing the crown. Your pride and joy of Illinois, Chicago Bears, bear down all the way to the top that big.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.